Welcome to the first instant reaction episode of Silo by Story Archives. I am your host, Mario Busto, alongside Zachary Newton, your other host. Welcome. I just personally finished watching the pilot for the first time. Same. And I'm not going to lie, if you listen to the trailer for the series, they definitely did some stuff that's not in the book, at least into the part <laughs> not that I'm in right now. So now I'm thinking I'm a little spoiled in some areas here. Okay. But I'm intrigued. Are you intrigued oh, by I'm the I'm very intrigued. Out? Yeah, I, I I was very happy with this. I'm I'm really it was hard to not watch the second one right away. Yes, I gotta say the same thing. The way we're gonna roll this out simply because Apple TV series, this is for the audience to know. Apple launches two episodes on pilot day to pretty much hook you in, sink their teeth in really good, and then they you know, drip it out over the next month and a half. Mm-hmm. The way we're gonna do it. We're going to do instant reaction tonight, then a deep dive episode on Sunday night, followed by an instant reaction to episode two on Monday and a deep dive on Tuesday, and then we'll be caught up ready for episode three next Friday. But tonight we're just doing a shorter instant reaction episode, just our initial thoughts on the show itself and what we're looking to expect as we move forward. Okay, so just to catch everyone up, not assuming anybody listened to the trailer, I'm approaching this from a perspective of having read the book. I'm going to be desperately reading as fast as I can to see if I can get (laughs) caught up to the show. I think I've already failed in some capacity at some point because they gave way more backstory on Allison Mm -hmm. than there is in the book, at least at the Hmm. early onset of the the show. But I can see why they did it the way they did it. What, What was your take in terms of the way the show opens up and then the way the rest of the story kind of paces out in the first episode. I really was not expecting the time jump. Like I thought we were just, you know, going to start out and it was going to be like this slow moving, like investigative thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that like, kind of threw me for a little bit of a loop. Uh, that said, you know, as I kind of see the beginning of the episode again, the things kind of seem to be making a little bit more sense with the, uh, the way that he's acting right now. But yeah, um, right. It's yeah. a it's a great sort of scene because you're seeing the sheriff arresting himself. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really exactly what it is. Really cool in terms of the way the way it goes about. But I think with every sci-fi show that you get into, the mm-hmm. trickiest part is surviving the first couple of episodes. If you're the storytellers behind the show, because you need to now educate an entire new audience for the most part to a brand new world with brand new rules and brand new stakes. So even for me as somewhat as the bougie book reader in the pod here, when he goes to the cell and he says, I want to go out. He's like, don't say it. He's like, I want to go outside. And I think it's, um, what's the name of the actor who's playing the deputy? He's in so many things and he looks like Robert Duvall, but it's not Robert Duvall. I am not sure. Maybe Jimmy can look it up real quick. Yeah. Jimmy's been uh, rough with work lately. (laughs) Is uh, Will Patton? Will Patton. See, I wouldn't even know him by name, but he's in he's in a bunch of shows and movies, and he's been around, man. Uh, pretty good fit in there. So, the backstory here between Holston's character, played by David Oyelowo, and uh, Allison, which who's played by oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm blanking on her name. She's in the office, and she's in a bunch of stuff. Jimmy. Yeah. That would be Rashida Jones. 
Got it. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Hey, my memory caught up before Jimmy. Jimmy, hurry up, man, please. <laughs> okay. So my first thoughts here of him arresting himself was I knew this was coming, obviously, from the book's perspective. However, the way everything else plays out and the way they set up everything in such a succinct way in the pilot, showing you the silo, by the way, beautifully designed, the actual silo oh, yeah. itself. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. And it's like a mix of both futuristic but both but also stuck in time and i i have to say i love that kind of thing like i i'm a, i'm a huge fan of like time pieces hence my love for mad men but i also mm-hmm. like this sort of like retro future technology thing it just it hits the right nerve for me yeah it's whoever did the set design is just absolutely killing it because you can see the whole ecosystem in the silo play out mm-hmm. so well even the just like the whole life, you see the porters going up and down the stairs. So you see like how things move around in the silo. You even get a shot yeah. at the end of the episode of the reactor on the bottom that brings the whole damn thing to life. Yeah. And um, a very interesting thing that I thought they did a pretty good job of, which is their, it's like the pregnancy lottery. Yes. That's like the whole, which I don't remember. Maybe I, I'm blanking out, but I don't remember them mentioning that playing such a psychological impact on her because a lot of Allison's character's curiosity stems from the fact that she more and more believes that she's being purposely withheld from being pregnant, right? Yeah. From getting pregnant. And she very quickly goes from, I found the fact that they didn't take my birth control out to I'm just going to go outside. Shouldn't she like play that out a little bit more in the silo? Or did she think that that might have like ruined the entire order of the place? I don't know. I mean, I would have, I would have wanted to play it out a little bit more and do a little bit of, a little more investigation. Yeah. That said, you know, we did see, um, I mean, within this one episode, it, not a complete year of her life uh, with her husband here, but you know, it, when it, we were like what on day two hundred something, she's already been kind of doing some of this investigation stuff, seen outside footage, seen all of the craziness that was hidden in that hard drive, and then, I mean. She was right about the birth control thing. She was right about that. This is true. Yeah. It seemed like a safe bet. And she had she told her husband, I'm, I'm spacing on his name, um, the sheriff, that if she went outside, she would wave if she made the wrong decision because it was the worst decision of her life. So I she didn't wave. I still don't know what to make of that. So... What do you do if you're if you're Holston, who's David the sheriff's character in the mm-hmm. show? What do you do? Your wife waved, said it was cool, then she dies. You know. Well, she she didn't wave, and that was that was the important thing. No, she no, said, no, no. My bad. She cleaned the window. That's what I meant to yeah, say. Yeah, she 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 wiped the window, which which was her signal of that it was fine. It's good. I'm going. Um. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I would. I would feel pretty confident about going outside at that point if it were me. I would too until I see her stumble to her death about there. There is that later. part that's like, ah, maybe that's still, not. That's just the yeah. slight caveat. I know. You know, just I, that if that <laughs> wasn't the one little hold catch up or hold up, you know, Holston would have been out there, I think. But now what do you yeah. do with that in your mind? Well, we obviously yeah. see that he decided to still go out there, which maybe just two get, years later yeah two or three two it was two years yeah. later i guess it means like getting to the point of just you know he doesn't want to live without her anymore so even if he dies mm-hmm. at least he dies next to her you know 
Yeah. Which I, I get that, 100%. I get that. Um, let me tell you, when you read the book and you picture the cafeteria with the view of the outside, yeah. I pictured it exactly how it looks in the show. <laughs> Identical. Um, okay. So far, what's your take on what's going on outside? I haven't gotten far enough in the book to know what, one way or the other. But they Dude, also did a good thing with IT being like the gatekeepers. That's like the big yeah. mystery in the book. Yeah, I, I have no idea what's going on outside. But, you know, when I first saw these things, I was like, that's not a real window. That looks like a screen. And then later on, we find out that it is a screen. And I'm wondering, I'm like, is this like just like some CGI? Or are they using AI yeah. to manipulate the, the imagery outside so that they think that it's unsafe? And then I started kind of like spiraling down into this rabbit hole of like, well, you know, isn't this like sort of like an ingenious idea for like a sweatshop or something? If if nobody knows outside yeah, is safe, it is. you have this entire community inside of this silo that could be potentially creating a product that you could profit from on the outside. Like, okay, you know, there's I a, have no idea. <laughs> there's an anime called uh, Promise Neverland, and you, it's you a, mentioned that, yeah, and it's about a bunch of orphanage like orphan kids. Uh-huh. And it's kind of like a similar idea like that. Each one of them, like they don't know that another world exists outside of themselves type of thing. So they each, each section sort of creates something for the world. And they have no idea that anything exists outside of where they are, where they are. Yeah. You know, uh, it's really good. Not for everybody, but it's really good. Um, it's incredible. I would have been a little more curious to investigate the tunnel before I went to the outside. Did you catch that when they actually break I, open the hard drive in the computer I repair guy shop? I caught the tunnel. I caught the tunnel. Did she ever see the tunnel or was it just uh, Don't you him? think don't you think you would have brought that up if you were the guy like in one of the meetings like hey Probably. so we got this tunnel on the bottom of this thing that the, goes the somewhere. The relationship seems a little weird. Right? It's probably uh, it's like, probably connected to another silo. That's my guess. That's what I was thinking. It well actually that that was the second thought I had. The first thought I had was is it because if you look at that like blueprint or schematic, you know, it goes down to like this sub level, you see this tunnel and then it cuts off and there's nothing else. And I'm wondering like, is this something that leads to uh, pre-rebellion era things? First and foremost, no shot in hell that they're the only silo out there. Just putting it no, out there. No, there's no way. Second off, the actual hard drives and the file that was on it, how sophisticated it looked. Mm-hmm. They must be living like in the year 3000 because I don't even think that we could create a, si- a self-sustaining silo nowadays that could survive no. like this a thousand years in the future. Well, that that was the other thing I was thinking right at the beginning of this. I'm like, this guy has paper to write on. How do you have paper yeah. to write on still? Like, I mean, we find out that this rebellion was three, uh, sorry, 140 years ago. And that's who knows how many years after people, I guess, were put into this silo. So hmm. My my assumption is how rich 140 th- years ago they found out that it was safe outside and that's what started the rebellion and they wanted to keep everybody here. I wonder if the silo started off 144. I think it's like 140 floors. Um, yeah. I wonder if it started off that that deep or if they continued to burrow in deeper into the ground as they went. I mean, the engine or uh, what is it? The reactor, reactor, the generator is at the bottom. So I don't know how they could go deeper here. You think at least like, not in yeah. the same vertical space like i feel like you'd have to dig out and then move down but it also makes sense that they can't go deeper mm-hmm. for the reason of having that pregnancy lottery this is kind of it looks yeah. like an arc plan almost like this is like humanity's humanity's last hope sort of thing and mm-hmm. 
I wonder what the ticket was to get on in, in on this uh, silo situation. You mean, I don't know. I How much do they have to pay to actually survive or what do you mean? Dude, imagine. We got like 7 billion people on Earth. How many people yeah. get to go in this silo? I don't know that it's a good thing to go into the silo. Um, well, I mean, I, let me let me take that back. I could understand that being a, a ticket out of doomsday in, uh-huh. in World War III, like I, I kind of mentioned um, when we were looking at the trailer. So seeing that, I would imagine it would be pretty, pretty hefty. Yeah. So everyone here comes from like the top 1%, 100%. Yeah. What would you think of Bernard, played by Tim Robbins, who was in the Shawshank Redemption like 30 years ago? The boss of Allison. Hmm. He only gets seen like in one yeah. one scene here. Yeah, I was gonna say I only got a gl- like a little glimpse of him, so I don't really know what to think yet. I don't know if he's on the side of trying to keep it. Well, I guess he's really on the side of trying to keep everything quiet. I mean, that's what he is it leads tra- me to believe. He is in charge of IT. That's for sure. Yeah. Hey, what? Did they know they were gonna release on May fifth? I don't know why. Because their calendar says May 5th, 2026 on their bedroom wall. Wow, it does. May 5th, 2026. That's funny. Or maybe 3026. Who knows how far in the future they are. Yeah, I imagine it would be 3026. <laughs> I think you're probably right about that. How are they keeping these plants alive? So they got a fully, like they live in like in a penthouse suite, by the way, Sheriff and uh, Allison. Because he's got one of the best jobs in the silo. He's in charge of all of law enforcement in the silo. I would imagine that would be a top job, except for the fact that IT seems to kind of run the show, be above him. Like there, there is some superior thing above these individuals. My my they're, question they're just is like the the puppets. If the rebellion happened, well, the rebellion was in within the silo, not yes. outside of the silo. So it was within whatever happened outside of the silo happened before. How yeah. long could this camera possibly survive out there? Well, I mean, if you're sending people out to clean, <laughs> I don't know. That's right. a good question. Can you come back in from cleaning? Why can't you come back in from cleaning? Well, because it's deadly outside. They don't want you to come back in. And I feel like being sent outside to clean, it, it, I mean, it's your death sentence. It's like going, it's, 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 it's being on death row. I get it. But would, to build a silo like this, you don't think you could have like a... One of those, you know, those isolated chambers, like when you come in from a space sta- a spaceship where they have a airlock. Well, I don't, I don't think it's a lack of that technology I, I, or anything like that. I mean, could could they let these people back in? Yeah, they could let the people. Radiation's back in. It's, not contagious. Well, you can wash it down too. You, they have yeah. running water and plumbing. And I'm assuming, they, by the I way, mean, it's radiation. When the door shuts, she like it burns the room just to burn whatever might might be there. But I don't. It's not a limit of technology here this is this is uh political (laughs) this is they don't want you back in period that's it because you're a non-believer you don't think that what they're telling you is true it's very culty right that's the vibe i got yeah they they don't want anybody who's uh a rebel that's it and so if if you don't comply you go outside and they don't let you in yeah what do you think of uh, i think her name is gloria she's kind of she looks crazy she looks like a like a divination expert she does yeah she does she looks a little crazy she's another person that kind of reminds me of like she reminds me of professor trelawney from harry potter <laughs> i was gonna say it i you know I've, I've been on this uh 
rant of of some of this stuff reminding me of the matrix a little bit but true the oracle she, yes she reminds me of the oracle a bit. but crazier a little crazier yeah someone who snorted some coke or something <laughs> <laughs> some magic mushrooms or something yeah <laughs> well somehow gloria got in the ear of allison and that kind of starts the domino effect because gloria mm -hmm. also won the pregnancy lottery and wasn't able to get pregnant i think was that a thing? Yes. Yes, that was the thing. She was not able to get pregnant and felt that there was a reason. And the reason was that they didn't want her to. Because she was a a wonderer, somebody who wonders. Yeah. I think that's the term that she that's used. Interesting. She didn't believe what they had to say. Another thing, the computers mm. IT is using, those aren't some like heavy-duty computers. We're talking like severance-looking computers. Yeah. What if this world is connected to Severance somehow, and they do a crossover connection with Silo? Uh, Tell me it wouldn't make would sense. Interesting. I don't know if it would. It's what if all the shows on Apple TV are somehow connected to Whoa. each other? <laughs> Ted Lasso in there somewhere. Yeah, Ted Lasso, like <laughs> you got yeah. you, you have you have everybody in Severance who you know the reason why they can't remember anything outside is because they're the people keeping these people here. Yeah, they have um. What was it going to say? You have Ted Lasso in the silo going, no life sometimes. That's a terrible Ted Lasso impression. Can't even. <laughs> I got to watch more. I haven't watched the show yet. As the episode goes on and they're not really able to get um, pregnant, you can see her kind of going off the rails, but it just perfectly coincides with the fact that she's catching on now to more shady activity on behalf of IT of having wiped the I mean I would be curious if if they wiped all of the history books tomorrow yeah. and said hey you know these rebels 140 years ago they wiped everything I'd be suspicious you know the fact that you don't yeah. want me to even look into it is kind of suspicious yeah I agree yeah. It it is very I mean that's the exact word that came to mind it, it is suspicious yeah all right. Uh, anything we're missing here as far as instant reaction goes? What do you think of the Freedom Day celebration? It was kind of cringy. Cringy, right? It was a little, yeah, it was a little. It was a little over the top for me. You know, why do they hear, have a hostel? I don't know. Hearing that speech just it puts a weird taste in my mouth. Like if I wasn't already thinking that something might be a little fishy, feels very it's cold. Just, to me. <laughs> it's very, very cold it's very top down as you must believe this mm -hmm. every it's like they, they have this uh I, I missed their anthem or whatever their pledge of allegiance sort of thing was that they they had going on i want to look into the uh to the words there to see what they were actually saying but every every little thing that they have to say is always it's something to make you fear outside and continue this idea that it's unsafe so i don't think it is unsafe. I I think it is fine outside as of somewhere around 140 years ago when these rebels realized it. Yeah. Yeah. I does have a very culty feel to it. Sorry, I just had a power surge over here, so I'm was making sure I wasn't getting any humming in the microphone. Ah, been, okay. I've been at this twice in the same night here. No, you're good. Um, okay, so then let's um, final thoughts before we close out the instant reaction and oh, we'll dive man. deeper into the episode and do a whole episode recap on Sunday. Yeah, I just I want to watch the second episode and I want to see where these where these things go. I'm not and watching the, the second one yet until Monday. 
I don't know if I can wait that long. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Uh, I am curious about the vents. I don't know what's up with the vents. What did he do? What did he do with the? the you're right. Holston did something with the vents at the start yeah. of the episode. At the beginning of the episode, all I saw him do or realized. He put the something in there. Was, did, did he put something in or did he just open it up? If I had to guess, something has to be in there. Because remember, he has that. We didn't cover this. We should probably talk about this before we go. You meet Juliet at the end, who's yeah. going to be a protagonist in the show. Um, and there's some sort of connection between Holston's decision to go out and meeting Juliet. Something. He, well, according well, to the his deputy. Decision to, his decision to go out. Mm hmm was wasn't that two years after he meets Juliet and you know I I think the rest of the season is going to be the it's going to tell you the story of between him meeting Juliet and him where he is right now which is going outside I think that's you think that's the rest get. of the season I think that's what we're gonna get through the rest of the season can yeah. I do you want to know if you're right or wrong I I guess you have to find out and tune in on the next episode of, <laughs> of Silo by Story Archives to know. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's close this out. I first also want to thank everybody. We are the number one ranked Silo podcast on Spotify and Apple right now. Thanks to all That's of you awesome. who are listening. Uh, we are an independently owned small podcast network. And yeah, thank you for joining us for along, along the ride. We were, I'm very pleased to see how many views we have or not views listens on our trailer episode and we hope you enjoy this instant reaction if you do please rate us leave us a nice review five stars if you'd like if you're feeling feeling nifty <laughs> and uh zach you're the pro at the outros i will i will sign off there well thank you for listening to this episode of story archives you can find this podcast anywhere you find podcasts spotify google and apple podcasts or you can visit our website at soapbox.house where you'll find links to this show and a few others on the network yep 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 all right guys thanks for listening and i need a tagline for this show i want to go out <laughs> no it should be like don't go outside <laughs> we'll figure out something yeah, yeah. all right me. we'll see if we'll start workshopping some names all right see you next time see you sunday night